People of the world, welcome to Send It Rising, your favorite live show featuring me, Kellen Kautzman. I'm a human being. Today, we're going to be talking about Frances Haugen and only Frances Haugen. She's been in the news. Her star power, they say, may be fading. She was the whistleblower that uh, photocopy documents from Facebook. What's her story? What is she all about? Let's dive in, shall we? First article coming to us from the New York Post. Facebook critics love whistleblower Frances Haugen's leaks, but hate her policy ideas. Facebook critics have been uh, have a Francis Haugen problem. They love that she uh, leaked a trove of documents exposing many of the tech giants' worst problems, but they don't like how she wants to solve them. She's insisted that breaking up Meta, um, which is Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, and o Oculus VR2, I think, um, will not solve the issue she has helped uncover. So she is of the mind that breaking up this uh, conglomerate ain't going to do much and I would agree with her. I think if you broke them up, I don't know. I suppose there's data that's being sent from one organization to another that is meaningful. I bet Instagram data informs Facebook. Facebook data informs Instagram. I don't know if breaking them up is really going to do all that much. Um, in corporate environments, many times folks, you know, I mean, you're assuming that they're communicating effectively anyway, which they may not be. You just never know. But, you know, who am I to say? Instead, Haugen has insisted in interviews and uh, in congressional testimony that the company's woes are mainly the result of poor leadership under Zuckerberg. Okay, so she's going after him, um, he who deploys algorithms. Um, she's quoted as saying, these systems are going to continue to exist and be dangerous even if broken up. That's similar to the way that I look at it. Um, there's this dude, Mike Davis. He's the head of conservative anti-big tech group. Um, she turned over the documents. Great. He said, thank you for your service. Now go away. <laughs> That's rude. You know, it is interesting to me that these whistleblowers, um, can get instantly famous. And I don't know if that's what they meant to do. I don't know if once it happens, they're happy about it. I don't know what exactly happens. I know that people, uh, many people are absolutely in love with the idea of being famous. And in another, in another article that we're going to talk about, she will talk about the book that she is coming out with. And of course, she's going to sell quite a few copies of that book because everyone keeps talking about her. Uh, here I am uh, talking about her. Quote, there needs to be a regulatory home where someone like me could do a tour of duty after working at a place like this. I wonder what that means. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, we all know the basic background of, um, of Haugen and and uh, she just, you know, she wants them to action hate more effectively on the platform. Um, additionally, Politico.co tech feuding flares on the hill as Haugen's star power fades. So Haugen's revelations about social media giant briefly ignited optimism among, among big tech critics that Democrats and Republicans could unite to rein in the companies. Uh, but her return to Congress on Wednesday made it clear how far apart the two parties remain. Uh, of course, of course, of course. Um, some people consider her media grabbing. Um, I don't know. I think it's easy to do that to people who do a brave thing. Um, testifying in front of Congress is not easy. She did so solo in front of a Senate Commerce subcommittee. Yikes. That's got to be pretty rough. Um, the main topic was how to rewrite Section 230 of the Communication Decency Act 
a decades old law that provides broad liability protections over user posted content online. I think at the end of the day, that really is what this comes down to is do we believe that individuals who are posting online are responsible for their content? There was this Facebook executive, I think the CTO the other day who said, look, it's a people problem. It's not an us problem. Don't hate us. Um, it's almost like someone selling sticks saying, you know, we don't sell them to beat people over the head with them. That's not our intention, but they beat each other over the head with them. I mean, people abuse, abuse cough syrup. I mean, there are people who drink like mouthwash. You know what I mean? So to what extent is Facebook, Facebook dealing with the fact that people yeah. drink mouthwash? Does this make any sense? <laughs> oh my goodness. I mean, you just got to deal with people the way they are. You know what I mean? Republicans hammer Haugen this time. According to the article, the warm reception and praise Haugen received during her earlier appearances before the Senate and policymakers in Europe were less evident Wednesday as some Republicans took a hostile tone with the former Facebook product manager. She only worked there for a brief amount of time, um, but it turns, it turns out that um, the Republicans that were in love with her are no longer big fans. Uh, Republican Kathy McCorris Rogers, the top Republican of the House Energy and Commerce Committee, and a bunch of other Republicans um, joined Democrats in applauding Haugen's strength and bravery for coming forward. Um, and then they dove into the GOP complaints that the social media companies censor conservative voices, and in doing so, appeared to pin Haugen as a liberal, even though she has not been explicit about her political views. Isn't that interesting? It's always what team are you on in our culture? We're always, whose side are you on? Because you can't be on both sides, which is just ridiculous to me. Why not? Why not? Quote, do you support big tech's censorship of constitutionally protected speech on their platforms? Mick Morris Rogers said, demanding a yes or no answer. Everything has got to be black and white. She didn't respond um, in one word. And uh, he interrupted her saying, I take it as a no. Yeesh. That's just it, man. I mean, the thing you got to understand, the thing that I understand quite well now that I get older is that uh, these representatives are no joke. I mean, you can talk trash about politicians all day, but oof, they know how to cross-examine. They know how to make you look pretty stupid. And that uh, that is one of the things they're quite good at. Um, there are two witnesses. Um, so Haugen called for tougher government oversight. Okay, we get that. Um, quote, I am extremely concerned about Facebook's role in things like counterterrorism or counter state actors that are weaponizing the platform. Yeesh. Haugen said, quote, Facebook is chronically underinvested in those capacities. And if you knew the size of the counterterrorism team for threat investigators, you'd be shocked. That is quite interesting. You've got to wonder, man. I mean, a lot of these companies, it's easy to see them as, a, as having infinite money um, from the outside, most companies do. But when you look at the payroll, sometimes it's not as uh, liquid as you would think. I mean, they probably underfund this stuff and they probably could fund it much better. Um, and But the thing is, like working at Facebook, I mean, their payroll is just outrageous. I mean, it must be absolutely outrageous because they need the best of the best. And they've, you know, come out like, like if you, you know, um, try to get a job at Facebook for like $40,000 a year, like good luck. I mean, they, that just the culture of it is all like 200,000, 400,000 stock options, all this sort of stuff. Like people expect that from Facebook. So I wonder just how, how good they're doing or how well they're doing. They're doing quite well. Um, I mean, Facebook ads is ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous, but the world expects them to do everything to do absolutely everything. Um, yeah. 
let's move on. Inside Francis Haugen's decision to take on Facebook. This from MSN.com. Um, the cab is on the way to a Hilton hotel where this November afternoon she is due to meet with the French digital economy minister. minister. Holy smokes. This woman is just making a world tour. Isn't that wild? One whistleblower just goes, you know what? And then she's uh, she's in France at a Hilton. Uh, did she win? Quote, I did win, she says, with a level of satisfaction that quickly fades to indignation, quote, and so imagine that makes kids hate you. She pops an edamame into her mouth with a flourish. What is this article? <laughs> this is hilarious. This Some of these articles um, read more like, um, how do you put it? Read more like uh, kids' fantasy novels. I'm not going to read this. Uh, Facebook whistleblower Frances Haugen has a book deal. Of course she does. This is the thing, man. Our, com our culture just absolutely is in love with uh, being popular. Anything to be popular. And I'm not saying that, you know, she doesn't deserve it. I mean, she's literally in France touring the world, moving and grooving, doing what uh, whistleblowers do. Um, and I'm sure she's had many threats to her life and all this nonsense. But of course she has a book deal. This is just how our culture works. Former Facebook manager who startled the world by uh, leaking tens of thousands of internal documents and accusing her former employer of caring more about money than the public has a book deal. During my time at Facebook, according to Haugen, I realized a devastating truth. Almost nobody outside of Facebook knows what happens inside of Facebook. They operate in the dark. Of course they do. Quote, they win by keeping their system closed without oversight or transparency by shrouding their operations in secrecy and PR spin. I came forward because I believe that every human being deserves the dignity of the truth. And the truth is that Facebook buys its astronomical profits by sacrificing our safety. I'm telling you, man, the fact that uh, Jack Dorsey left Twitter, unsurprising to me. Uh, Zuckerberg, man, it's, if you want to, like, you think back to the French revolution, it's not necessarily royalty that people get really upset with over time. It's, uh, the oligarchy, you know what I mean? They get upset with people having vast power and wealth, um, that is not, uh, distributed fairly, which is why Facebook and a lot of these major companies, um, will just donate money. And, you know, those kinds of messages get lost because people are way more attracted to, uh, complaining. Have you noticed that we, as people love to complain, um, uh, but uh, compliments are sort of like, we, we see them with um, a, uh, it's a grain of salt, right? You walk up to someone, you're like, oh my gosh, you look great today. You're like, thanks. What do you want from me? <laughs> Have you ever noticed that? Like how many people email you just saying, hey, I hope you're having a great day. You know what I mean? It's so rare because we are, it's, Hope you're having a great day. Here's this thing I'm trying to sell you. Everybody is trying to sell everybody else on stuff. This is capitalism. I'm not saying I know a better system, but it is a little rough because there's always this uh, uh, smiley, glad hands, two-faced sort of capitalist model. I mean, it gets really sad too when you get into spirituality, right? Um, you got uh, the churches and the coaches and the spiritual leaders and come to my seminar and the whole thing just wild it's just like the the religion is is the dollar you know what i mean am i the only one who feels like it's uh it's like that out there anyway so of course she's writing a book because how could she not um did you know that she's a native of iowa city she's a data expert with a degree in electrical and computer engineering from olin college and a master's degree in business from harvard of course she has a master's degree in business from harvard 
She had 15 years of experience with tech companies, including Google and Yelp, before being recruited by Facebook in 2019. I bet they regret that. Can they sue her? How does that work? Can Facebook just sue Frances Haugen and try to get her to stop? I bet they already have. Let's look that up. Did Facebook sue Frances Haugen? I use Acacia. Acacia is a uh, search engine that plants trees. I'm on 54 searches, which means I've planted almost two trees. You should use it. Could Facebook sue whistleblower Francis Haugen, WashingtonTimes.com? So they've taken a harsher tone toward whistleblower Francis Haugen. U.S. law protects whistleblowers who disclose information about potential misconduct to the government, but that protection doesn't necessarily cover taking corporate secrets to the media. Oof. According to the article, Facebook has to walk a fine line. They have to weigh whether suing her, um, which could dissuade other employees from doing so, is worth casting itself as a legal Godzilla, willing to stomp on a woman who says she's just doing the right thing. Oof. So there's professional damage, obviously. People are reluctant to hire them in the future. Facebook did not respond to questions. But uh, the answer is no. Apparently, Facebook has not chose has not chosen to, uh, to fight. Uh, final article of the day, and Francis Haugen is super scared about Facebook's metaverse. Okay. In a glitzy October keynote presentation, according to the MSN.com article, all links to all articles are right there in the description. Facebook CEO Zuckerberg appeared as a cartoon avatar, informing us that someday when we interact with our friends, we'll be doing so in the metaverse. So yeah, Haugen is like, you know what? If we haven't uh, shed the toxic brand now, do you think it's going to be any better in the future? And there's a lot of truth to that. I mean, it is pretty wild. I wish that we would just love each other. I don't understand this need to uh, to fight each other, but love is expressed in many different ways. I have mentioned on the show before that when two UFC fighters beat each other near to death, um, they hug each other after many times. And so you would look at the fight and you would go, well, they don't love each other. And then you realize that the uh, undercurrent is actually love. Um, you can have two people playing chess against each other brutal game of chess and they love each other tennis you know name your sport so who am i to say um perhaps that is uh, just the way the internet works um but uh, the metaverse is it going to be a place where hate proliferates of course it is um is it going to be a rough place for kids to you know get bullied of course it is um and because on the flip side of that you have this not even government you have a corporation censoring you know, you've got Parler, conservative social platform where you can say anything. And then you've got Facebook where there's some censorship. And then you've got it. But look, there are classrooms. You don't think the teachers is censoring their students in their class? Of course they are. Absolutely 100% they are. And so it's it's really what we're talking about is adult censorship. Isn't that wild? Um, we're way more con concerned with what an 18-year-old can say. 14-year-old, you're like, you can't say that. And we're all kind of cool with that. And then you get into a corporate environment and you get censored all the time. We censor ourselves all of the time. I'm censoring myself on this show. You know, I don't swear on this show, but I swear outside of the show. Of course I do. Um, the the tone and, and choices I make in words on this show are different. I mean, you could see that as a form of censorship. So if you're in meta and say... Uh, you have to use meta to make a living. Now things get wild. Um, that's where things get crazy. Like you have to Google things essentially. I guess you can Acacia things. Uh, you can Bing things. Um, but, uh, you know, they're so market dominant that, you know, Google ads, for example, like giving them your money. It's like the Yellow Pages back in the day. They're dominant. But the Yellow Pages just was what the Yellow Pages is. I mean, 
Um, they didn't really get into these ethical quandaries, whereas Facebook is definitely in charge of making that platform um, a more peaceful place. And I don't envy their position. I really don't. But uh, will the metaverse be racist free? Come on, really? I think we'll get to a point where the algorithm will fight against it. But people are very, very quick witted and able to get whatever they want to get across. Um, that being said, you know, try to run an ad for guns on Facebook. You can't do it. I mean, they're very good at covering that up. So Facebook, should we all enter the metaverse and be in that world, will determine culture. They're going to make that decision. And governments will slowly act. That's the thing, though. Governments are so slow. They're so slow. And uh, companies are so nimble. They can just update and just deal with the ramifications. So am I impressed by Francis Haugen? I am. I am impressed by what she did. Um, I think it's easy to talk trash about Frances Haugen and say she's just doing it for the limelight. And you know what? Even if she is, you know what I'm saying? It's sort of like, no, I shouldn't make that analogy. I was about to make a terrible analogy. Um, she, uh, you know, she saw something wrong and, you know, she she believes in in the, uh, look, if you, open, if you have a major corporation like that and, and you think you're going to get away scot-free with this sort of stuff, you think again. And uh, I bet she had some sleepless nights and she's still in the midst of it. And I don't know. Do you think she would, would have imagined this? I don't know. I really don't, but uh, more power to her. Ladies and gentlemen, getting close to that Christmas holiday season. You know, I hope you have an absolutely fantastic one. Uh, I really do appreciate you swinging by the show. If you tell anyone you share this, just know that I love you and I'm proud of you. And I really appreciate it. I'd love to see more comments in chat. Um, 10.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time is when I go live. Um, if you're one of the folks listening on the podcast, I haven't heard from anybody. I hear from some people sometimes in chat, but email me, Kellen, K-E-L-L-E-N, at senditrising.com. Talk about anything. I don't care. just want to hear from you. If you've been listening to the podcast and you've made it this far in the episode, then you are a true fan, and you deserve a true, true fan T-shirt. Email me. Email me, Kellen at senditrising.com. Say, Kellen, send me free swag, and I'll have to come up with swag because I don't have any. Um, but just email me. So I know you're out there. I love hearing from you. I want to, I want more questions in chat. I want when I have guests on the show for there to be a stream of people chatting. That's the vision. Um, that when I pop on a whole bunch of folks are communicating with me, even if they're trolling me, I would prefer that to silence. So if, uh, you want to do me solid, um, join me for the live show. Love you guys. Talk to you next time. Bye.